second, nerd. Hey, you watch that shit? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the worst podcast. My name is Quentin, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Jesse. Um, and also today, we're switching things up. It only took us eight episodes, but we're finally changing the format at least a little bit. Uh, <laughs> today, we have a special guest, Hassan Kader. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, Hassan, on a scale from one to mayonnaise, how Caucasian did I just pronounce that? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's in the mayo area, It's but it's, it's it's like Chipotle mayo, you know, it's it's a little, there's a little bit of it's kick a, in it. I think you got it a little It's yolk-free, <laughs> yolk-free mayo. Yeah. As close as you're going to get at this point, man, we're going to call it a, as long right, as you're not right. calling me Hassan, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> and in all honesty, um, I don't know if Kader is the way that you pronounce that. I don't know what the correct pronunciation of it is. <laughs> okay, you don't know the pronunciation of your own name? <laughs> no, man. It was always very, I'll be honest, very vague. People call me Quentin. People call me uh, Quinton. People have messed my name up in so many ways. It's unbelievable and honestly unforgivable. <laughs> yeah, no, if you can, if you're they're calling you Quinton, they're just fucking stupid. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Okay, anyways, some fun facts you may not know about Hassan is that he's 22, he has over 650,000 followers on TikTok, and he's a huge bigot. Just awful. Uh, his pronouns, actually just the N-word twice, one with the A and then one with the hard R. Um, you that's quit, just... hold on, you said to bring this down, you said to bring this down, you told me to bring this down and now you're going to start hey, this? I brought it down a little bit, okay? A little bit, uh-huh. Don't make me bring back the bus, Quinn. Jeez, hey, man, you've done whoa. eight episodes of this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? This would be the eighth. That's crazy. This would be our eighth, yeah. Hey, good on you for being way more consistent than me. I've just kind of dropped the ball. I don't think... Uh, yeah, you want to talk about your podcast? Yeah, sure. I have a podcast called The Bad Days Podcast, and um, it ate up too much of my personal life, so I stopped doing it for a while, and I'm taking a nice long break because I had too much going on personally to want to then have an hour conversation with my best friend publicly and not talk about all the things that are going on. I can't successfully navigate the topics I'm allowed to talk about and the ones that I shouldn't speak about. So you just left it for a while. But I'll circle back to it later. Okay. All right. Our, uh, well, okay. So obviously uh, Quinn has told you about our podcast, right? Uh, we don't have a main focus, and it's called The Worst Podcast. I was not originally going to be the co-host for his podcast. I was like his third, maybe last option. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah. Bella, Bella Porch, Kanye West, uh, his friend, you know, they didn't want to come. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, Kanye's I mean, always so into doing podcasts. You just yeah, we, we asked and... Kanye. I just don't know why he didn't respond, man. I don't get it. Oh, that guy's kind of got an ego problem, so. <laughs> I got his personal number. Uh, off of eBay, hundred dollars. If you hit up his girlfriend Jeffrey Star, he's pretty he's pretty quick to the punch. <laughs> we get on that. Oh, really do you want? Oh, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> we we really had more options, Quentin. We just didn't try hard enough. Circle back to it, Quentin. You can replace Jesse anytime. That's yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna change the name. He's he's gonna be off of it. It's just gonna be called the podcast. Was uh, the worst podcast <laughs> taken? Did you check that? Uh, no idea. Didn't didn't look. <laughs> I'm almost. We have Spotify. about thirty dollars saved up. We're on Spotify as the worst podcast, so I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm almost certain it has to be taken because it's not like probably not terribly unoriginal, but like there are so many the worst something like the worst TV show, or whatever. And it's like a, a YouTube series, or whatever. Like a hundred different things are the worst blank. Um, I knew a person in high school that started a photography account called the worst kids and then she had a friend who was just an asshole like one of the worst people i've ever known in my entire life and he decided to become a soundcloud rapper and they had a big falling out and he took the name the worst kids so if you look that up on soundcloud (laughs) it is some of the worst music any like I, i couldn't even really call it music the worst things that have ever existed in my entire life. It's so bad. and You I'm just not, gave that guy a free shout-out. <laughs> honestly, to all five of your listeners should go listen. To all, to all with, one? <laughs> all one of your listeners could go hang out with all point one of his listeners, and it would be it would be great for his career. I'm pretty sure he moved to L.A. and lives on someone's couch now. So, hey, he's doing it better than me. I didn't hey, leave Hey, improvements, man. Yeah, big moves. 
Huge hey, mom, thanks for listening to this and being my biggest fan always. But uh, <laughs> please Does your don't, mom listen don't, to this? don't go search that guy. No, absolutely not. Okay, cool. uh, I can't even get her to follow me on anything. So uh, she doesn't She doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, it's always so concerning. Uh, my parents are very unaware. Like they, they know. They vaguely have an idea of my social media success and stuff like that, but they have no idea that I have a podcast that I just like rip into them about a little bit. I'm not even going to cap. I just rip into everything in my life. Um, and <laughs> right. then there's like a, like Suptic told me that his dad listens to the podcast. His mom and dad like listen to the podcast all the time. And he talks about just the most, the grossest, dumbest shit on his, or he used to, I don't think he's even on there anymore, but some characters for sure. He talks about like coming on his chest because he's like, well, where else right. are you supposed yeah. to put it? And his parents listen to that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that I would expect nothing less. <laughs> hey, um, remember how he, uh, Hussin, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I get this right. Uh, you know how he said that the worst podcast probably taken already? You know, there has to be someone out there that has that name for their podcast. Yeah. Remember how I told you, Quinn? Uh, so our first episode was on December 23rd last year. Uh, and like days after, I think January something, a, a new podcast came out. Someone made called the worst podcast ever. Okay. <laughs> they have, yeah. I keep updates on them to see how well they're doing, just to see you know what they do. Maybe there's something we're doing wrong. And they have three episodes out. They do like an episode each week uh, after. So it took them two weeks for the second one, and then another one after. And I thought, you know, it's like, man, they had a hundred views on their first one. We barely have jack shit. Like, what are we doing wrong? Maybe. Here's how I feel about that, okay? Uh, unless I get a cease and desist, it's not stopping. I'm not changing the name. And um, <laughs> I feel as though if they're called the worst podcast, if anybody else names their podcast the worst podcast, they're lying. Because this one right here <laughs> is the worst it's going to get. And it's there's there's no coming back from this. <laughs> Anyways, Hassan, this is our podcast. <laughs> Jeez, man. What a train wreck. This is like the fourth podcast I've been on. It's easily the worst, so good for you. <laughs> well, that's what we're called, anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I respect it. Hassan. I respect it. And also the fact that your your co-host's username is very clearly an Xbox 360 gamer tag. Yeah, uh, you know what? I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm already planning to change that. I'm already planning to I don't, cut ties a little I've just that. never heard of somebody who's planning to do something that could so easily be done. Just do it. <laughs> I am. Why would you continue to exist in this realm where you are that name? Look, because he's thinking about I'm it. Still he's, involved. he's writing up the blueprints for it. He's getting it all yeah. worked out. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hassan, I, I'm going to uh, go back a little bit here. You have 650,000 followers on TikTok. How long have you been doing TikTok for? I want to know. Um, I guess a year and a half now. Maybe more. Did we hit two years? How? No, I think it's a year and a uh, half. A year, and, a year and a half or less than that is, is probably what it, what it is. Do the How? voice. No. Do no, the don't do the voice. Don't do the voice. Have you been consistently posting on TikTok since you created no. your account? Or I uh, I was consistent. So I, I made it in June of 2019. And I uh, we're talking 48 hours after having the account. Had 10,000 followers just by reposting my old Vines. Videos that I made and took time on, but I took time on them five years ago. Uh only reposting those, I had 10,000 followers. With the end of my first week, I had 25, and I just hustled like hell, got all the way up to around 115K, and then um, my videos started to do less and less good, rode the wave to about 150, posted one more video that went viral-ish, got to 185, and then I completely plateaued to the point where it didn't matter what I posted or what I did. None of my videos were getting any views, and they were... Very much like the word suppress is the best way to put it. Um, TikTok picks its favorites, and they also pick the ones, like the people, the creators they don't like and they don't want to endorse. And I fell under that blanket. I don't know why, but I did. So I stopped posting regularly about... I stopped posting regularly six months after. So around December of 2019, I'd stopped posting regularly. And you'd see me toss up a video or two once every couple weeks if I felt like it all the way through until um, November 
I think I started a little bit in October because we were streaming and I posted the occasional stream clip that would do fine. Like it was for the first time I was getting a reasonable amount of views again. And then I came back from LA and leaned back into my old school Omegle videos. And within one week of that, um, I went from 174K. Yes, you heard, right? I did drop 11,000 followers during the period where I wasn't... Uh, my okay. videos weren't getting shown to anybody. <laughs> right. Uh, I in one week I went from that to five hundred thousand, and then with the week after that I was at six hundred thousand, and then I rode that wave up to fifty, six fifty, and now I have the issue of a never-ending amount of community guidelines violations, where it's just it's clear my account's getting over-policed, so I haven't been putting nearly as much content out out of fear that the next time they like they they gave me a one-week ban after I antagonized some Trump supporters for keeping Confederate flags on their wall. And I imagine that if I get that type of ban again, they'll take away my account. So playing it very safe right now, but that's kind of the, the quick sum of my career on there. Okay. And uh, you were, you had a bunch of followers uh, crossover from Vine. Uh, what was your peak on Vine? How many followers did you have when you were at your best on there? What I think what only was that situation? eight or 9,000. Like, I don't think I had many. And that was over the course of like a year being on Vine, but I'd stopped posting regularly towards the tail end of that anyways. And it just didn't matter. Um, and I wouldn't say it crossed over. It wasn't my Vine audience crossing over. It was just that content was good for what it was. It just never had a ton of eyes on it. So when it finally got into TikTok, right. which is algorithmically built to just push your shit like crazy, um, it went off. So, right. And there was the occasional viral video that people would like remember as quote unquote iconic moments from Vine or whatever, and they'd want to um, see that again, and they'd go to my page for that. But I think what really took my page off, obviously, the uh, you know five six of my audience all come from um, what do you call it, the Omegle videos more than anything else. Right. Um, I mean, you say TikTok suppresses your videos. I mean, you were on Vine. That's much much worse. Uh, I mean, but but that wasn't suppressing video. I wouldn't call that suppression. That's just lack of engagement. Their their UI was never built to show people videos other than the people who were the most popular, and they created the Revine system as a balancing act, but essentially created a monopoly on who got to be popular. You got famous enough to be on the comedy page, and then you had a Revine button. So every time your friends would post, you'd Revine their stuff, and they'd Revine yours, and then collectively you had access to several million. Uh, followers, even if you didn't have a million of your own. So it was a very right. interesting game. And then TikTok rolled around, and they said, yeah, fuck that. Anybody with zero followers could get a million views if they get lucky enough. Um, but the that's a double-edged sword, because while that part's cool, you also have the fact that I have 655,000 followers, and that is not the engagement that I receive. I don't get one-tenth of that. And that's like access to the followers that I have earned. Like I, I made enough videos to get enough people to follow me and I don't get to, to reap the benefits of that at all. So, right. Uh, Man, who, who would have thought we'd actually get more shit in on this episode than any other episode we've had? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> we have so many gaps, Quinn, of just awkward silence for like a minute or so. Jesse, we're just half like, of this episode so boring. far is us talking about how we're the worst podcast. <laughs> and that's even better than all the other episodes. What the fuck do you mean that's better than the other episodes? It's, it's okay. So to, even though we are the worst, even though we are called the worst podcast, we have to have some kind of you know grade value to our episodes, right? So far, this is already beating all the others. Like what, ten minutes in? Jesse, or you're making it in. worse. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need you just hear me out, okay? I have to say this at some point in time, okay? Just so I can get this over with. And then let Hassan continue and just continue to have us blow up with this. You're, what you, he's not gonna blow Hussin. us up, dude. He's yes, suppressed. He Hassan is amazing. He has like no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not Hussin, that suppressed. Hussin, I can't no. put out. I can put out pretty much whatever I want, and I know it'll do decent. I say suppressed, but I'm still like averaging between five and fifteen thousand views per video, even if I like yeah post nothing. But yeah, you hear yeah. that, Jesse? No Shut followers, up, dude. Shut up, Quinn. Hustin, if you ever need a call. <coughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> I just I glanced at Twitter while you were on that rant because I imagine it was going to last a while. 
and I'm seeing <laughs> this person that I'm friends with, but also like I like this guy so much, but he's so clearly a in the closet Republican. And he lives in LA and he like hangs out with YouTubers and stuff, so I'm not trying to put him on blast or anything. But he just uh someone posted how they Gina Carano is fired from uh from Star Wars and he just said, Ha 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 ha, cancel culture. Yeah, when you compare being I don't know if you guys heard about that. Do you guys hear about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you compare being a fucking Republican and having shitty political views and being disrespected in public to how they treated Jews in Nazi Germany. I'm sorry. I want to say let's cancel that culture. She's done nothing but make fun of mask wearing and be disrespectful. Disney was on thin ice with her. And then she decided I'm going to compare the treatment of Jews in Nazi Germany to Republicans on social media. I'm sorry that right. your views dehumanize people. Jesus. Sorry. You're not supposed to get political here, but that just really pissed me off. <laughs> No, that that's a it's good fun. topic. Just because like a lot of people liked her as an actor, but then when she does this shit on, you know, when she tweets this shit, yeah. I don't think yeah. she's that talented of an actor. I don't think her performances are god awful and the most terrible thing. But it's literally plug and play. I know anybody that can speak words here and there, and then she has the physicality for it because she's a UFC fighter, right? But that's about yeah. it. That's the only thing that Gina Carano matters. Like everything else she's done is just very one track, one syllable characters. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it matters oh. that much. I think you could very easily recast that character or just drop that character from the Star Wars universe. The Ted Cruz <laughs> posted a whole thing defending her, saying like, look at it, Disney saw a, a leading woman who wasn't a princess or wasn't in need of saving and a, a figure for little girls to look up to, and now they're canceling her. No, he saw a woman who decided to compare the plight of fucking dumbass Republicans for having shitty political views and being disrespected for it to Jews for existing and being Jews. I'll be honest. If if you have Ted Cruz defending you, you're on the wrong side of history. Truly. <laughs> and and I just think that, like, you know, I don't like the whole thing that we're doing with Chris Pratt. I think that's fucked up. I think it's just, like, let him be Christian if he's Christian. And maybe he said some weird things in the past as long as he's not blasting it constantly i don't give a fuck but you got people like gina carano and i'm like yeah fuck gina carano i'm glad she's not going to be in the next star wars thing it's uh, star wars is a franchise that celebrates lgbtq plus characters and pushes boundaries or that's what it's supposed to be and sometimes it's not that sometimes it's just shitty movies but um you know that's what it's meant to be by its creators and i think that George Lucas wants to validate that. He doesn't need to have people like Gina Carano working for him. And everyone can have whatever opinions they want. I don't know why they're constantly talking about free market, open capitalists. Look at us. We're the business owners. We get to do what I do. And then they get so angry when business owners flex their ability to do what they want to do, right? They want you to require you to wear masks at the door. Oh, it's against my rights. You were the same people that were saying that, you know, a Christian baker doesn't have to uh, bake a gay man's cake. Like, uh, pick a side. Pick an argument and stick right. to it. I think that's what my biggest issue is with a lot of the uh, Republican conservative culture. It just seems to be um, they don't ever want to stand for anything. Would you consider yourself like fully left-leaning or would you consider yourself like... No, I think I'm still a moderate because I have a lot of opinions about like how finances need to function in the country. But at this point, I'm all about eating the rich. And when I say the rich, I'm talking about the 1% to the 0.5% because what the fuck is the point of that? Right. Like, it yeah. doesn't... Jeff Bezos has so much wealth, he couldn't spend it in a 100 lifetimes, and he doesn't put it back into the economy. He doesn't help people. One day's income for Jeff Bezos could theoretically... And then there was, like, a whole paper published on it, end homelessness, <laughs> like... He could end homelessness with one day's income. Why the fuck doesn't he yeah. do that? And it's like at, the, at that point, the burden of responsibility needs to fall to the government to take that money away from him. And it's like, oh, man, that's socialist, whatever. Yeah, I guess, man. But fuck, you try and rationalize it. Like a lot of people seem to be Republican or conservative based on one or two core beliefs. Like they don't believe in abortion. So they feel like they have to agree with what essentially diminishes the lives of most human beings on a constant basis. Like that is the core value of being conservative is that people don't matter numbers matter no guys shit what the fuck <laughs> i honestly think that that's the truth for um what well, 
it's kind of the truth for both sides. Because if you label yourself at all, it's like people group you together with other people that think uh, wildly different things. And some of them are just complete opposite than you, but they'll still label themselves as something. And I feel like in this day and age, it's if you label yourself, you're in a fucking nightmare. Oh, I'd completely you're, agree. Yeah. I. I don't have any interest in being called a leftist or a liberal or a Democrat. I think the DNC has done more damage to Democrats and liberals as a whole than the Republicans ever could. They're the reasons that Bernie Sanders wasn't president. And we had four years of Trump say what you want about Bernie Sanders, but he would have won if the DNC did not purposefully screw him in favor of Hillary Clinton, who was not going to win that, you know? So I don't like to stand for either of those organizations. Also, the two-party system. Look, the first president may have slaves and probably was a fucking terrible guy. Realistically, George Washington did. Had, George Washington said one thing, very specifically: "Hey, we don't need to do a two-party system." And then we just made a two-party system. It's the fucking dumbest dog shit thing that's ever existed. Like right. I don't understand its purpose. Um, no one's voice actually gets properly representative. I also don't understand the point of having like a House of Representatives and like. A representative democracy doesn't make sense. Like, why don't we have a direct democracy? We have all of the resources to do that now, to where every single person's vote counts as one vote towards whatever. And, like, that is, I think that that's the correct way to do things, right? We're picking majority rules, and now we're picking representative majority rules, I guess, kind of sometimes. The fuck is that about? Well, because the people that are in politics are the ones that are trying to suppress the people that want to make it easier for everyone else. That's why we're That's still truly, doing That's this. one of those things that, like, how do Republicans throughout this last election cycle think that they're the good guys when they were suppressing good and legal votes and they were doing everything they could to make voting more difficult for Americans? They know that's what they were doing. And then the, for the people in the party, they know that's what their party was doing. So how do they justify that? And I, I don't know the answer to it at this point. They were pushing for legislation to make mail-in voting and pre-vote counts and like a thousand different things harder. That way they could potentially have reasonable doubt later when they could say, ah, the hashtag stop the steal, whatever, and all that other bullshit election fraud things. And it's just beyond me like, how could you guys do this? Like, how do you think yeah. you're the good guy of the story? Like, I want to play devil's advocate here and understand the perspective. I, on some level, understand, I think that there's a place for religion and there's a place for politics and that Republicans seem to not understand the separation of church and state. But I get I get it, though. Like, I get what they believe in and why they're fighting so passionately about certain topics. But this doesn't make any amount of sense to me. Like, it's beyond me. That they're literally like, Senator Ted Cruz is busy arguing against punishing Donald Trump for committing an insurrection and he's arguing for Cara Dune to stay in Star Wars and there's so many bigger things to talk about at this point you know there's so much real shit going on in the world and we're gonna worry about Cara Dune and Donald Trump at this point they both might as well be shitty fictional Star Wars characters they're so caricatured (laughs) and stupid right I think that uh their motivation um, starts out when you're a, a Republican just like starting out as a Republican I believe that uh, your mindset is oh let's follow my peers and what they believe in and then it eventually gets to actually I'm just doing this for myself and I don't give a fuck about anybody else but the people that I care about and my beliefs and my religions and that's it and honestly I, I'll say that I want everybody to be free and that I want uh, people to have good lives, but all I really want is to be corrupt and evil and rule the world with my fucking power and what I have, and everybody else can go fuck themselves. Yeah, that's literally what the conversation is at this point. It's the uh, the quote-unquote true American patriots, and it's just like, yo, dog, value people's lives. Geography doesn't mean shit. You were born here, they were born there. Guess what? You're both fucking people. Get your head out of your ass the hell is that about um and we can exit politics here we can get off the off-ramp around here i know jesse has nothing to say so uh he's still trying to (laughs) brainstorm better usernames than his xbox 360 (laughs) i do not need this bull i don't need this oh god the fact that you're on point with this hurts yeah i know what it was man i was there 
<laughs> I might be older, but I was around for that shit. Um, you know what? I think his next username is absolutely just going to be even worse than before. I'm pretty sure it's going to be like XXX69. Dude, he Jesse has an X in it. I can't get it right. His name is KSIXAFID62. He put a fucking well, letter to separate two names, and he added numbers to the end of that. That's tough. Well, clearly he's the 62nd member of KSI, the sniper clan that... I don't actually know any of that, by the way. I'm just only assuming here. Jesse, why the fuck do you have a uh, Xbox 360 gamer tag? Let's talk about that real quick. The conversation's off of Hustin at this point. Yeah. No, no, no. Let's go back. I'm just, I'm just going on TikTok looking at shit. Oh, oh yeah. God. You want to divert the attention? <laughs> my man is not trying to pay attention. Hey, you're having me as a fucking guest on your podcast. And you're not going to show me the respect you deserve. I'll excommunicate Quentin. My... He'll suffer In for your defense. actions. He's the one who brought you here. I didn't even know who he was bringing until like the last minute. <laughs> what? That's not true. I told you days before that I was going to bring Hassan on. What do you mean? Again, last minute. Last minute. I'm pretty sure I told you last least. podcast that I was trying to get Hassan on no, the podcast. Didn't. Well, I no, said I was. Didn't. I said I was trying to get somebody on the podcast. Okay? Yeah, that. Oh, that's so good. That <laughs> and helps then a lot. The conversation changed. Like a day or two later, when I actually told you the name of the person that I was trying to bring on the podcast, Jesse's just trying to say he oh, doesn't okay. want me here and he'd rather just talk about <laughs> dead parents no, and I'd ghost rather trains. Not have... I guess I don't know what the fuck you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are two very too bad now they think so, now they say it. Those are two very random things that were so specific. That I'm not sure how you came up with them <laughs> off the top of your head. Dead parents from... and ghost trains? Excuse me? I think that's uh, in Rick and Morty in the third or fourth season. They have this whole episode okay. where they like rip on the Avengers uh, or just superheroes in general. And there's a character who summons ghost trains. And like Rick just like shits on his backstory for like two seconds. He goes, we get it. Your parents got killed by trains and now you can summon ghost <laughs> It's like the dumbest sentence that's ever existed. Um, I think that that was not a funny part of that episode. It just stuck with me. Oh. Right. <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I have seen the first season of Rick and Morty. <laughs> Rick and Morty it. gets, I think it's good. I think Dan Harmon's a really great writer. He is a, he has a very good talent for, for proper refined storytelling, like storytelling that really satisfies you as opposed to one that leaves unnecessary open-ended questions and, and it's just like frustrating to no end. Oh. Right. I guess I, don't, I just don't watch it because I'm not an alpha male brainiac uh I I can't stand the people who think you have to be intelligent to watch the show. That show has some of the fucking <laughs> stupidest gags of all time. Like, right. It's not. I don't know when it got billed as the of a smart man show. Oh, you don't watch Rick and Morty? You're a fucking idiot. Or like, oh, Rick and Morty connoisseurs of intelligence. No, dude, it's a show about. It's a fucking Marty McFly ripoff. It's a Back to the Future rip, right? Right. Um. That's definitely interesting. Jesse literally muted himself. Did you see that? I know. I, yeah. I bet he's currently thinking up gamer tags out loud now that he can just change it to. Jesse, just stop using gamer tags. Just name yourself yeah. Jesse. You could be just Jesse. Um, I thought about keeping the name Rush 1000 and uh, leaving Huss and Kader and like, switching that on TikTok and whatever and, and Twitch. Because hey, uh... if you've ever watched Steve's streams and stuff, him and James will call me Rush more often than not than anything else. They'll call me Hussin now. I think that changed like this last year, but up until then, I was still my Club Penguin username Rush One Thousand. So <laughs> your Club Penguin username? That yeah. of course is the chat room that you would use to speak to Stephen James. <laughs> Carry the podcast. Is he not happy with us? Did I overstep, man? <laughs> Did he not like the? I don't know. Does he not have thick skin? I'm sorry, man. You told me I, I could rip not. on the guy, so I did. I took it too far. Maybe he's got Wait, like maybe a, that's his new gamer tag. <laughs> carry the podcast, you two. Yikes. It's as bad as the Jesse, it's of it's bad. Think of something else. <laughs> it still I'm ends sorry, in Jesse. two. I'm sorry, I'll leave. I'll let you guys continue. I'll i I'll hop off at the thirty minute mark and it can just be the YouTube again. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> I made you wait an hour, um, so uh I'm I'm gonna move along to a different topic now. Uh, Hassan, you talk about a lot of um, political beliefs on your social medias and stuff. Um, mm. And, you know, I've noticed on TikTok, uh, half of your content is political stuff, 
and like honestly i i agree with most of your politics but that that has nothing to do with what i'm saying half of your stuff is like political stuff and then the other half is like you want omegle or just like fucking around and and <laughs> yeah making mickey mouse impressions who's your target audience well that's the thing i didn't give a fuck i was suppressed <laughs> for a year so i started posting what i was thinking and what i was thinking was fuck politics and fuck you idiots for being stupid so i made right. more political videos and that's just a thing that i got used to throwing out there you know like the occasional video about my opinion or expressing a view towards a very stupid um TikTok video about some some conservative saying some outlandish thing that obviously holds no basis in fact or is a logical fallacy or whatever. Um, I don't have a target audience at all. Like I don't really care. Um, I think I've just discovered at this point, as long as the platform itself isn't going to cancel me, I will literally never stop existing on the internet. Like I'm only going to get more popular as long as TikTok decides to get their stick out of their ass and leave me alone. You know. Right. That's the only thing yeah. holding me back at all because my opinions aren't the kind of opinions that get you canceled. They're the kind of opinion that make people who don't agree with you very, very angry, but it's never going to do anything to the detriment of my success, at least I don't think. Um, so right. never had a target demo, <clears throat> and mainly like what I do on social media is different from what I do in stand-up. Like what I do for stand-up is more I know what my target audience is, and I know what I'm doing, and I know how I'm performing. Social media is for fun, man. Social media is to make money. I don't actually like I care about my fans and I I care about Twitch more than anything else and that whole community that I built. But TikTok, I, I could take it or leave it. I love having half a million followers. It finally gives me some feet to stand on in the conversation. You know, like I think it's tough for Steve and I to be as close as we are. And he can't really like invite me into Hafu's lobby because at that point I didn't have any like real audience. Then at this point I can make a TikTok asking Hafu to be invited into the lobby and odds are she'll see it and maybe I'll get an invite, you know? Right. So, uh, it's, that's probably the biggest thing that I've enjoyed about is that I have like legs to stand on now, you know? Right. Um, so you didn't have a target audience, but who do you think your audience is now that you've, um, now that you were suppressed and you started posting political stuff and now you do both, who do you think? Um, it's definitely more of the Omega people are watching. (laughs) The other people don't care. Right. Yeah. The Omega people are like, it's a, it's a very wide audience. Like I was easily one of the three most viewed creators on TikTok for the month of December, like across the entire platform which is fucking wild as shit. Like, odds are I was on the D'Amelio's For You pages if they scrolled on there or any other popular TikTok content creator because a lot of them just know me now. They uh, they know me by reputation and by name um, and stuff like that, which is kind of wild. So uh, some of it is a very young group of kids who are obsessed with, like, the, the crude jokes and, like, the Disney aspect of it. And then some of it are, these like, a lot older that just, like, are impressed by the eloquence of the roasts, I guess. That, like, I'm really coming up with a lot of this stuff on the fly and everyone's losing their mind laughing and that whole thing. So uh, it's definitely split down the middle between that. Right. People who understand good humor, people who understand shitty trash can humor and that's what they like. And then everybody else who's just kind of watching me as like an experiment. Like how far can this guy go doing these kinds of videos? Um, and the answer is to the moon. <laughs> just like GME, baby. To the moon. <laughs> you still holding, man? <laughs> I'll be honest, I never bought. Uh, I didn't have the money at the time and I still don't. And I'm not trying to waste that shit. So... <laughs> But I'm rooting for everybody that did. My buddy, uh, my buddy, his name is Ted. He, um, and I'm saying his name just so Jesse will hear this and probably laugh at it while he's muted. Um, My buddy Ted, he put like $3,000 into Dogecoin (laughs) recently. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. I have like two fifty. Yeah, he sold um, on the downswing for some reason. Not the three thousand, but he he sold like half of it, I think. So like fifteen hundred, uh, and uh, yeah, he lost like six hundred bucks. <laughs> He's such a dumbass. Anybody anybody who pushed out after week one, and like sold is an idiot. I've been holding the whole time because why wouldn't you? It was one of those things where like the initial push got it all the way up to eight for like twenty seconds, and then it went back down to four like within the next right. few days. 
this time they pushed it all the way up to nine but like nine and eight consistently for like a day and a half two days and at lo- like the lowest it gets is six and seven so it, it's like growing slowly it's still on an upwards track it's just not hitting the spikes so why the fuck would i sell my eight thousand shares man like i'm keeping that shit. <laughs> right are you kidding yeah I don't like I've already I could sell right now and or not right now right now I don't even know what it looks like right now but anytime yesterday and I'm still making a decent profit you know uh I'm just waiting anybody who bitched out and and wasn't holding when everyone was saying to hold fuck you you're an idiot you're the reason it's not gonna work out (laughs) Uh, but Elon Musk backing it's been awesome yeah it's at seven right now it hasn't dropped below seven like that's that's crazy that's still such a huge increase from the fact that it was averaging you know, four earlier. Uh, yeah, I I did um buy a little bit of Doge because it it would just be a missed opportunity if I didn't. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm rooting for it. Uh, if it hits a dollar, I don't know, I might consider, but <laughs> I'm holding at least for now. I think uh, if it hits like fifteen cents, I'm gonna sell enough to have made back my initial investment. Just the two hundred fifty dollars, maybe net like fifty bucks more or something like that, and then right. hold all the rest of my shares and just leave it as if it's money that doesn't matter. Because I fully believe at some point, if they adjust the cap on Dogecoin, because I think that's the issue right now is that there's little to no cap on it, so the value of it is gonna go down periodically no matter what you do. Um, yeah. As soon as they adjust that, and if Elon Musk is pushing it, then Elon Musk will be the first one to adopt it when it actually gets monetary value. So, um, we wait for those things and Hey, we could be the next Bitcoin boys and have Dogecoin worth $38,000. And then, um, think about what our shares would be worth then. Fuck. I'd be a multimillionaire. Yeah. That'd be sick. Dogecoin. Yeah. What's this about Dogecoin? Oh, you missed it. We just finished. Are you fucking kidding me, Jesse? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I had a whole family. My uh, my uh, father uh, helps with the church with food drives every Friday. Uh, he just got back and he has a shit ton of food that he that left over, so the church gives it to him. And you know he usually just personally goes and hands it out to other families in need as well for it. Uh, once the church is done for the day, and I had to help him uh, move in all this shit ton of food into the house, and also he, about half of it he's gonna go give it to other families right now. That's, That's cool. actually really nice, man. Good for you. You're actually like a yeah. an okay human being. Yeah, he's decent. Oh. <laughs> Five out of uh, ten. <laughs> That's pretty funny too. Quinn thinks that I am slightly conservative. Uh, he believes my father is, and you know, because he's my father, I'm gonna reflect off of it a little bit. But Quinn, you wanna tell him how why you think that is? Uh yeah. We um, got into political earlier. In the past, well, go ahead. he's just had a couple of conservative views uh, on things like abortion and and homosexuality, you know? Yeah. Wait, the homosexuality, <laughs> I, remember that. I don't remember that one. Jesse, I call you I... gay, but that's about it. Jesse, I tried to kiss you and... <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> there you go. That's what, I was, that's what I thought. But yeah, what's this about Dogecoin? Just brief, just Jesse, brief. You missed it. We're, we're all wrapped up on that. We're all wrapped up on that. You missed it. That's it. Are you telling? Are you telling me I actually have to listen to our podcast? Now? You are going to have to. Yes. I actually end up listening to all my episodes again at some later point, and it's interesting. I don't know why. Oh. It like uh, I haven't even finished our first one. <laughs> well, if you talk about fucking right. nothing, I I talk about a lot of <laughs> shit on my podcast, so I like to go back because I don't remember everything that was said. And also, like, I sound like a very different person than I do when I'm on the podcast than if I'm, like, streaming or talking. Like, it's just a different vibe, so. I think that a podcast should be, like, the inside look onto a person's personality besides what their uh, social media is saying because a lot of people can't really, um, you know, uh, vibe with a person. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just I'm using vibe now as the scientific term. Um they can't vibe with a person unless like, you know, they get a little inside look as to what they're like and who they are and um uh, obviously I don't have any followers on fucking anything, but you know, I'm trying my best and and uh uh I'm I'm working towards a goal here and if I ever get followers, you know, this will be like a little inside look, you know? 
It'll be cool. I uh interesting. I had to take down episode one of the Bad Days podcast permanently um a couple days ago because of oh. exactly that. The idea that the more famous I get, or the more popular I get, the more people would go back to that episode over any other any others of them. And that's one where I said something that I regret saying. We don't need to get into that here. But uh <laughs> that was cause for like not regret saying isn't something that was gonna fuck me up or get me in trouble, but something that like wasn't uh wasn't good of me to say. But yeah, uh, since I did that, I had to take that one down recently. So I listened to it. I was there before it got taken down. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. You get to remember that existing. <laughs> yeah. Other people. Oh, don't. Quinn. We what? had a question for Hassan. Uh, I don't remember how to say it uh, right and make it sound understandable. <laughs> When you rose a bit on TikTok, your pop—I'll okay, call it popularity. I don't know what the other term you'd use it for. Uh, is there anything, you know, with you personally or outside of that that has changed? Yeah, you know? um, I feel far more of a disconnect to things like the uh, the Discord and like the Twitch community and stuff like that. I uh, like that, and then I don't know something about talking to people makes me uncomfortable now. Like, there's certain people that bring it up all the time or there are people who I didn't I have not talked to much in the last several years that are hitting me up about it um I just don't like that something about it just feels very disingenuous and I don't know how to operate currently because it's like I'm just making friends and being normal but it's a much bigger deal for other people than I realize and it's affecting a lot of my newer relationships and then how it affects my older relationships are things like the podcast, right? I really have to be so much more careful about what I say and who I talk about. Um, cause it, sometimes it seems like it's all just like good fun, old friends catching up, talking about the old days, but the, people still exist from the old days and the things I talk about can affect them one way or the other. So, um, having to be a lot more careful, the disconnect comes from just like, uh, amongst our Twitch community, it's like, an offshoot of the sugar pine community, I guess. And my fans are in there too, but it's mainly that that's like overwhelmingly the higher numbers. And, uh, besides me, there's pop and pops are lots. Incredible. He's funny. He's talented. And I have no doubt that he'll be like one of the bigger streamers in the next five years. Like for sure. Right. Um, that said, I got so frustrated and tired of streaming to a quarter to a tenth of the numbers that he was constantly getting and the engagement like people would pop in and say hi on mine and then go to his or he'd start streaming like an hour into my whatever it would be and I don't have an issue with pop but it was just like they were all so much more engaged with him I guess because he was more engaged with Subtic and all those guys um, that like I know I like here's where ego comes in I know I'm the bigger creator like I will be perpetually i hope because i hope i don't stop growing now and then he catches up to me no offense but uh i hope i get to stay like a cut above it but it got frustrating to like constantly be in his discord and mine and see my discord having quentin and sienna talk and have his having about a hundred other people that are all in mine but never ever speak in mine no matter what and they're all like incredibly excited to talk in his and stuff like that so like i developed like a weird inferiority and like superiority complex like i felt inferior to him because i thought i'm I think I'm better than him, which I don't. I don't actually think I'm better than him, but it got like, um, I don't want to be Steven Suptic's friend. And that's why people know me, you know, like, mm. ah, that's a, that's a guy I've known for half a decade. You know, I don't really care about that. I want to be who I am as a creator. So I definitely, after getting my second win and getting like my newest boost, cause a lot of my growth outside of that was because of Steve and James and Kib like raiding me and Hundar and all that like occasionally giving me a boost like those were my, where my people were coming from but then December hit and I organically gained an audience that was I don't know 500 times the size of the audience I had gained via like people raiding me and me being consistent you know so I don't know if that answers that correctly or I just kind of went on a tangent but uh, right. I think I think close to it maybe a little more Good enough. Pretty good. Good way of saying that, Jesse. That was, that was yeah. uh, very intellectual. I mean, I'm, um, I have a very bad time of being understandable. I just want to let you know. Hmm. Quinn probably didn't tell you that. And that's exactly why I chose Jesse as my co-host for this podcast. Of course. Anyways. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, follow-ups uh, on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Maybe uh, 
I, I don't really watch Pop stream very much. But yeah, maybe he's it. just better at oh. Twitch streaming, and you're better at Wait. TikTok or different social medias like that. Yeah. Who the hell is Pop? Not important. Pop's are um, um. Yeah. Don't worry okay. about it. <laughs> uh, no, I think he, I think he is better for the audience that he's procured, and I'm. Who I am is like I don't put on a character. I can't put on a character for Twitch. Like I just don't want to. Um, I'm always just me. And he is very clearly a caricatured version of himself. He's hilarious and awesome and so talented and funny. But, like, I don't want to be on stream for two hours and not just be me, you know? So there's a lot of a lot of that. I'm sure he's better at that than I am. But also, like, let's uh, let's get into the politics of the uh, the subtic sugar pine streaming community. There was a certain mod that will rename unnamed. And uh, they had a much bigger influence than they were letting. Like, like they would say, hey, let's all go do this thing. And everybody would go and do that thing because they were the mod for the longest time. And they hated me. They could not stand me. They, like, were, it was to the point where we were doing, like, it was me, Steve, the mod, Pob. And we got invited into a stream with, uh, with like Hundar and a bunch of other folks and we're just having like a fun game night doing like Jackbox games and they were being so rude to me that it was like palpable like people could tell that they were trying to avoid speaking to me and it's like you can't do that when we're all playing a giant game together um, so that definitely created a rift and when they left my discord they told people about how like they feel like I quote unquote make them feel like shit and a bunch of things like that, which pop, uh, which Quentin, you've seen more of my content than anybody else. Do I make anybody in our community feel like shit? Even Absolutely people not, who no. are reprehensible, like Jakob, I've redeemed him several times, and like, oh, I don't s- shout him out on the podcast, dude. I, I but here's the thing: I don't even make that. I don't make him feel bad. <laughs> I really don't. You know, I like right. give him some shit, but I I do it to to help him grow. And at the end of the day, I'm still kind to him. But yeah, no, I actually go into his Twitch streams too, and I try to encourage him and. That's awesome. But yeah, I, I definitely um that that one singular person shifted the perception of me a lot. And then it came to the whole thing like at the end of the day, at the end of Steve's stream, I'd be streaming and Pob would be streaming and this person would push for Pob to be the person that was rated over me. And it happened so many times early on that it was like, I'm fucked at this point, you know? Like I really – and that was – that's fine now because I have a completely separate audience, thank God, and I can like do as many things or be bigger if I like push for my Twitch on. I have I've never done a Twitch push on TikTok. Like I could very well make streamer videos and see if one of them blows up and like increase my viewership by a lot soon. Uh, but yeah, that whole situation definitely led to like a lot of the my like loss of love for what I was doing on there and. Um, I didn't, it wasn't until I gained that this bigger audience that I like got a jumping off point where I could walk away from it, you know, and not feel bad. Yeah. Um, not um, feel I, like I'm quitting you know because this. I got tired of the numbers. What? Right. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but, um, uh, there was, I, I don't know how many times Kib has rated you, but I know that one time specifically I was there and, um, uh, Kib was about to end his stream, and again, I'm a mod for Kib, so I have a little bit of, you know, um, little clout reputation. Yeah, a <laughs> little bit of reputation in the chat. So I, I'm, I often try to sway Kib into rating people. Sometimes, you know, very and, sweet boy. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he was like, I'm ending the stream. Um, uh, we should raid somebody. Let's raid somebody. And um, that mod that you were talking about, who shall not be named, said nobody in our community is is live right now. <laughs> and you were absolutely live at the time. Oh man, and, I totally uh, believe that. And and I wrote, hey, we should raid Hassan. That he raided Hassan. And I, yeah, but um, they they specifically were like, yeah, no. Um, there's nobody in the community on right it, now. It happened like like things like that happened so often for like three months that it just became so upsetting for me because I'd, I'd see it I'd be like streaming but also like watching the other stream out of the corner of my eye and it's not like it's not intentional because it's not like I'm trying to clout farm off my friends but fuck it if I got on stream if I started streaming uh the last 30 minutes of subtic stream or kib stream or whatever or James like it would 
it'd be great if that would lead to them rating me instead of rating like, you know, Gus Johnson that doesn't appreciate and is kind of a dick about it. Like you're a Steve rated Gus one time and Gus like not only did not appreciate it, but he was kind of an ass. And me and Steve talked about oh. that at some point too. But like, uh, yeah, it got, it got, so they, they held so much power over it. It got super frustrating and they like, I, I think that they didn't like that I'm not a like a homegrown little baby from the community that was built up and held up on a pedestal and is now a person that's relevant. I'm a person that's been relevant because I'm friends with the guys, you know? I'm just not yeah. famous. Or now I am, but I just wasn't famous at that point. Um, About your Twitch streams and not having as big of an audience when other people are live or whatever, I think that part of being... Uh, and I hate using this word, social media influencer. <laughs> um, part of being that uh, has to do with striking gold not just once, but multiple, multiple times. And I think that uh, Pob hit like, you know, a, a little teeny bit of gold. Um, and you just haven't hit that on Twitch yet, but you've hit it on other platforms. And I think that if you kept going, you would hit it. I'm just saying. I debate going back to it all the time. The other thing is the personal life stuff that uh, I haven't got. I won't get into on here. We can talk about it after the pod. Yeah. But like, yeah, 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 the yeah. personal life stuff is affecting me so heavily because I can't talk about my life as freely as I used to on stream, and that makes it harder for me to stream for fucking five hours. You know, like I want to just talk about stuff. I've I've literally never actually played games on those streams. Maybe once or twice have I ever played anything. I mainly just do just chatting and talking and like watching videos and shit like that. So um, that's definitely like a an outside of the pop stuff and the the annoying mod stuff. Like that's a lot of the stuff that's been bugging me a little bit too. That like I don't know how to be me without being as honest and as open as I usually am. And there's a way to do it. I just have to like adjust further. Um, right. That and there was too much stress on my plate over the last couple months between like my content push on TikTok and all the other shit I was balancing um, to to even consider being on Twitch. You know, to and be I honest, was, man, I I saw that you were trying to build your Twitter. I saw that you were posting TikToks every fucking day. I saw that you were Twitch streaming. I saw that you were doing the podcast. I the entire time you were doing that shit, I was like, I don't know how he's standing. <laughs> yeah no and and i didn't hit the i did not hit my breaking point until i got my week banned from tiktok and i was like man fuck this fuck all this i got really frustrated at that point but that was like my my hitting a wall because i i really would have done that until i ran myself rugged like right into the ground um because it's like the one thing that's not a social thing or like a person or like friends or whatever that was giving me validation in life and that's a terrible thing and i hope to to rectify that in the future and have other things that give me validation but yeah i uh i need to slow down but i also need to focus up now i have a little bit more breathing room and i have hours and hours of content on my computer that can be turned into youtube videos like ready to upload youtube videos and omeko videos are just as popular on youtube as they are on tiktok except the difference is instead of getting 50 bucks per million views i'll get like two thousand dollars per million views you know and that could be a big fucking game changer for me and i'd like to do it but i just have to like really sit down and commit to editing again and to trying out that new format and stuff and the my brain just hasn't let me do that yet you know just the fucking procrastination um, of it all i know jesse was making a joke earlier about uh a job application <laughs> but um honest to god jesse and i both edit youtube videos and like i'm not great but jesse's a fucking god at it uh and if you i if you ever need uh another editor to help out i'm sure jesse would be perfectly willing not that you would want that because again well you, if i could pay jesse then i'd be all in but i can't currently pay him so like at that point it's not it's fucked up and not cool um and like it's mainly like a formatting thing because if i get the omega like how i want to do omega videos like the format of it down like how it looks mainly like i need to photoshop uh uh what do you call it an overlay for it almost like a twitch overlay but different and then i need to cut out the the two video screens and put them on there in davinci resolve which is like how i normally edit um 
And as soon as I get that, it'll be plug and play. Like TikTok became plug and play after I got the format down. I got the format down and then I was able to put out five videos a day every day for a fucking month, you know, um, more than that on some days. So as soon as I get the format, it'll be easier. Um, I keep taking shortcuts and it's also like, so editing, I can do that. And, and it's better if I do it than anybody else does it. Cause I'm the one looking for the humor in those things anyways, you know, right. I've spent hours yeah, I, making these videos and that's what makes it easier. I'm so far, I don't want to do thumbnails. I don't want to do descriptions. I don't want to do titles, but those are requirements of YouTube and they're things that I can skip and or gloss over on TikTok. Um, and I don't have it. I don't, I can't pay anybody to do that right now. I know Madison Stelly really was about being a social media manager for a hot minute and wanted to, to be my person for that. And I, and I'd love for them to be my person on that, but I just don't have the, uh, I don't have the capacity to do it sometimes. I really should because there's so much money to be made. Like if I if I take this TikTok, TikTok quadrupled the size of my YouTube channel. I think it had 1,000 subs and it has like 4,000 now. And I never pushed it. Like I never said, hey, sub to my YouTube channel. They just found it on their own. Um, yeah. I think that if I were able to long form those Omega videos, literally the same content, but instead of the one minute interaction, you include the full three minute and you do four of those, you get to a nine to 12 minute video, hit upload, that video, like, it could go viral every single time. So many Omega videos have, like, 10, 20 million views on YouTube. It's crazy. Um, and it's the same shit that I do. Not to mention the amount of people that fucking steal my content and re-upload it to YouTube anyways. <laughs> yeah. That's been really frustrating because they get hella more views than I do. Yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Madison Stelly, by the way. She's dope. She's an awesome part of the community, too. But, 100%. Um, Jesse, honestly, you should join the Discord as well, Hassan's Discord. There's so many wholesome people in there, and they're all just genuinely It's pretty nice. inactive and dead right now, so you can if you want to, but I've pretty much allowed it to pass on. And we can make it active, Jesse. We can bring the rise once again. <laughs> I plan to at some point. Like I plan to, to recommit my time to it. I have, I'm in a period right now where I'm going to need more distractions than I've ever needed before, so like... I'm going to, at some point, re-up on it. It just felt like too much responsibility for a minute, you know, to be fostering yeah. a community. And, like, I want to be a good leader for that community. I don't want to be um, one of these people who has a ginormous Discord and never talks in it. I never understood yeah. that. So, um, hopefully, at some point, I'm able to, to do that. And I say some point, I, I mean sooner than later. Um, and give it all a go again. I think we always had so many technical errors in my stream too, that it just, it was so much easier just to be like, fuck it. We're not doing this anymore for a while. Yeah. And also like, honestly, I want to stream on YouTube. I don't want to stream on Twitch. I'd rather stream to my like 4,000 subscribers than my 100 followers on Twitch. But right. Twitch gives cool. me the opportunity to get rated. And that is so key. But YouTube, I think I'd end up making more money. Like, YouTube, um, well, I guess I don't have Prime subs. Prime subs on Twitch are important because they're essentially free for the person. But on YouTube, yeah. we get like 75% of the uh, like join or whatever. Or whatever the – there's like a YouTube member. You get 75% of the income versus Twitch where you get like 50%. So yeah, um, there are better margins for a lot of that stuff on there. Yeah, we have about two more minutes left. Of oh, shit. Uh, until we hit an hour, um, which we could keep going, but uh, we usually cut it around an hour. Um, Tradition. And I just had one more question that I desperately need answered from you, Hassan. Go for it. Um, so you do a phenomenal Mickey Mouse impression. That I do. Uh, can you do any other impressions? Tons like, of them. And you don't have to show them off, but I just want to know like, uh, Stitch, your list. Cartman. <laughs> Dewey Griffin for the longest time, Joe Swanson and Crunk, but I can't really do that anymore. I can do Peter Griffin within reason. I can do Cleveland Brown. Um, I can do, I can make fun of celebrities and famous people in a way where it's not an impression that's like a one-to-one -one recreation, but it's still hilarious. Um, right. It doesn't, it's not hard for me to listen to someone's voice and just pick up on the random ups and downs and just craft an impression around that. Um, I can't do accents, but I can do impressions of people with accents, which I think is hilarious. So I can't, I don't know how to <laughs> okay. do a South African accent, but I can do the voice of that former YouTuber Casper Lee, and I'm doing a perfect South African accent at that point. So, um, okay. it's really stupid, but yeah, there's a ton of them. I, 
I haven't worked on it in a long time. And that's the reason I don't showcase those other voices because Mickey's the only one that's so polished at this point that I can pull it out no matter what. And I, I feel shitty to do a shitty voice because I hate it when people get 100,000 views and doing like a really bad Mickey Mouse impression. So I don't, and obviously most people don't care. I'm just egotistical and a little bit of an asshole about it. But I don't want to be stepping on someone else's toes who's like a person known for this and I somehow get more views than them and they're like sitting there loathing like fuck this guy he's not even good at the voice I am and I'll be like you're kind of right you know <laughs> I I think you do a wonderful Mickey Mouse I think it's incredible um so I this is the end but I wanted to maybe give you an opportunity to shout out everything although i feel like nobody's really going to follow you from this because we have no followers currently <laughs> but you know just just give it a whirl <laughs> yeah guys so you can follow me at hassan kader that's h a s s a n k h a d a i r on literally every platform known to man if i'm not at hassan kader i'm actually just at hassan and uh, I'll be posting a lot of things on YouTube in the coming future. My podcast, Bad Days, streaming on all streaming platforms and YouTube, will be making a comeback over the next couple weeks. And you guys can find me there. Um, you can click the link in any of my bios and join the After Party Discord that Quentin has been gushing about this whole time. Yes, do it. There need there's there needs to be more people, or else I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find Hussin. I'm gonna punch him. Do it, man. I can even punch. <laughs> but all right. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. I hope you guys enjoyed. You can follow us at The Worst Podcast on just about anything except for Twitter. It's at the underscore worst underscore podcast, which is shitty, but, you know, it happens. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, you know, leave a leave a like, uh, five stars or whatever on, on whatever you're listening to this on. If you're listening to this, I doubt it, but, you know. Uh, do that, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. See ya.